Hey, Marlon, how are you? Good afternoon, Dan. How are you? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Back to work is starting now. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I've retweeted that to my followers. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to keep my uh, social media on point. Oh, yeah. No, you've got to. I'll, I'll retweet it, too. Why not? Yeah, why not? Do the same thing reason. except to the, mm-hmm. the listeners. Yeah. 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 Hmm. 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 I present you. I did something I very rarely do. I, I present you some bullets. <laughs> I know. I love it. I like the ones where you prepare. Well, it's not that prepared. It's um, we got a bunch. I've got some uh, media-ish topics, and uh, we got some follow-up. We got some follow-up from you. We got some new topics from you. We got some really good questions and queries from uh, listeners, including longtime favorite Richard A. Oh yeah, he is. Uh he is a long timer. He's a he's been a font for us. He's been a practically a typeface. He just he keeps <laughs> dad jokes, dad jokes. Oh, I got um. So we got all of that. Yeah. How's your internet? It's. I don't want to say anything, but but it's been fine. Yeah, that's how I feel about the flu. <laughs> what What do you mean? Don't want to say anything about it. <laughs> It's so scary. It's so scary. It makes me use this voice, the Humpty Hump voice. It's so scary. We shouldn't talk about that. Don't yeah. jinx it. Don't no. jinx it. Don't jinx it. Um, should we hop in? I feel like you want to talk about movies anywhere. Yeah, I wanted to follow up. Um, so last week, I mentioned that I've been um, pining for high-quality, uh, you know, Game of Thrones. I want it to look really good. Yeah. What I, HBO I, has I, been sending you over the HBO now is subpar. That was your dilemma. That was your problem. Well, yeah, and I, there's a sentence I didn't finish last week, um, believe it or not. But, you know, I go a little bit seasonal with HBO now. I mean, at this point, my monthly tab for streaming services is getting very silly because I have not been smart. And so I have to occasionally go, hmm, is this a thing I really want? As I'll mention later, there's a new one I've been trying out. Um, but with HBO, you know, it's I, it's not a place that I go for streaming movies. It's a place that I go for streaming TV shows. And so when it's Game of Thrones season, it's also some other seasons. You get John Oliver. And we're in that period right now where there's just personally nothing that, you know, makes, makes it worth 20 bucks a month for me. But when I am streaming from there, I, like I say, I don't know if this is peculiar to HBO or if it's something that's especially noticeable about Game of Thrones. But even to my very uncareful eyes, it just doesn't look as good as it feels like it should. It feels like there's a lot of artifacts, a lot of compression. And, uh, you know, it's just you want it to look as beautiful as you know it probably is, you know? Well, especially, especially with, with, with a show like, like that. that, you know, yeah. it's uh, why not enjoy it, the way that it's recorded? They spend so much time making these great effects and and filming it it why not enjoy that why not enjoy what they have to offer yeah so this became like a kind of a four quadrant challenge for me because i did want i I would like to have just gone and bought the um full seven the current seven seasons digitally but it, it appeared that the easiest way to do this as is so often the case in this weird ironic age we live in is to actually buy the plastic for the seven seasons in a little case and the reason I did that is it comes with a code that you can use to go enter that allegedly gives you all of those seasons in iTunes. And so uh, as we spoke last Tuesday, I was uh, uh, waiting to be in receipt of that. It did arrive later that day. And as I texted you, 
I went ahead and did the thing. Mm-hmm. The reason I say it's such an interesting challenge for me is it's also, uh, as we'll talk about in a minute, Movies Anywhere is a very interesting service. And I'm, I'm just curious to see what ends up showing up in different services. I haven't been very scientific about it, but anyway, topics, topics, topics. So the good news is it did arrive. It did not appear to be broken. I had been forewarned on the Amazon page that a lot of people were frustrated uh, or, believe it or not, mad that when this initially came out, I think toward the end, I guess, you know, toward the end of last year, 2017, that when you entered the code, it was only showing up as season seven. You were not getting all of them. And so I just want to talk about my experience with that. Yeah. And maybe as an inroad to us talking about stuff like voodoo and movies anywhere, because I think it's a very interesting time. Yeah. And I mean, in some ways, you know, like they say about all crazy people, everything starts to feel related. It feels like there's a lot of interesting related stuff going on about how we consume stuff, how we choose to, when I say consume, I mean it both in the sense of how we watch, how we schedule, right? How we acquire and really ultimately how we buy, buy, lease, rent or borrow (laughs) media. So the thing arrived, I opened up box number one and sure enough, there's a code in there. And I think the code said specifically, I don't remember if it said it was ultraviolet, but it basically said you go to Voodoo and do this thing. And I'll try not to make this too long. It was, uh, it, it ended up working out okay. Um, but it wasn't, it's not super duper simple. It'd be great if you could just like shoot your phone at it and have a QR code, go to the cloud and you're done. But as usual with all this stuff, you got to go to the right place and do the right thing. And so I started out on my phone trying to do it. And for reasons I don't remember, it was just easier to go on a Mac and do it. You enter this like, I don't know, six or nine digit code. And at first it didn't seem to work at all. It might've been, I don't know, populating, propagating something. But as soon as I put the code in, it said, okie dokie. And I sent you that screen grab, right? It said something like, you know, Hey, guess what? Now you have, let me see if I can find it in my media area. Uh, It basically said, you know, Hey, now you've got the seven seasons of uh yeah here it is it's a congratulations you now own the digital copy of game of thrones colon seasons one through seven paren bundle <laughs> paren paren bundle paren bundle which that that's 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 what they call a clue we find out later that that becomes very important so immediately i hop on apple tv i open it up and the way <laughs> This gets, this gets into iTunes and on the Apple TV. But you open it up and it goes, hey, you know, if you have any purchased episodes for a given season. So I say, I say to the dingus, I say Game of Thrones. Boop, pulls it up. Open this in iTunes. Yes, please. Opens it up. And it says season one, purchase season, season two, purchase season. And then I didn't see anything else after that. I did not scroll all the way, but there was nothing for three, four. I go down a little further. There's nothing there. But of course, then when I drill down into season one and season two, I see episodes that I had previously purchased a la carte from iTunes. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, oh, boo, this didn't work. I think you do the thing where if it didn't work, you go to this HBO HD now site, something like that, where you go and you tell them you didn't get it. And it even said on the Amazon page that like, basically if something didn't work with your code, it's totally like a handmade operation. Like you have to like take a photo of your code and send it to them. And then I guess they send you a different code. And of course, as these things go, I, as soon as I had written a support note with all my information, I went and I looked and I looked further and guess what? what? After season seven, it now, there's now an, it says <laughs> Game of Thrones season one through seven bundle. <laughs> and it was in there. And now the bundle equals a season, but it's outside the canon of being findable in a normal way 
on iTunes. So if I say, if I say, um, you know, uh, Game of Thrones, it'll take me to that page where I can then go manually select. One of the great things that, you know, once you get to be a little bit of a ninja with Siri on Apple TV, and I really encourage you to become a ninja with Siri because it is very powerful. You could say, I don't remember, Reigns of Castamere, something like season, uh, play Game of Thrones season four, episode 10. I think something like that. And it goes there and guess what? It says, what, can you imagine what it pulls up on the page and what do you get? Would you like to purchase this episode mm. for three ninety nine? And I was like, consarn it. I just, I just got <laughs> the bundle. What, that's what you said, that word. Because I'm actually a prospector. And I, and I was all like, hey, what's the deal with this? But then I menu menued up and went over and it's just that it wasn't whatever, whatever addressable. It wasn't findable via Siri because guess what? The season it's in is called <laughs> seasons one through seven bundle. And as with so many things with stuff like Doctor Who, it's all in there as one, it's like something like 68 episodes that you get through. Ticket it, ticket it, ticket it, ticket it, ticket it, ticket it. You go through, you, you go, go right, 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 right until you find the episode that you want. And then it is indeed in there. So on the one hand, cheers, yay, it worked. Very happy about that. Uh, as it happened, as we'll discuss when we talk about movies anywhere, I think it is literally just movies that are anywhere. It is not TV shows that are anywhere. So I guess that maybe that's a studio thing. I don't know. Or maybe it's just a genre thing. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's strange how, you know, even in 2018, the plastic disc part, the having it on Blu-ray part is the primary product to them. And this is a kind of a yeah, yeah, yada, yada thing where we'll give you this over here, probably from a totally different business unit, right? Like, I don't think it's a very well calibrated top-down effort to make this consumer friendly. Right. But, you know, it's, so it's cool. It's good. It's in there. I watch some of them. It's a really good show. Um, for the ones I really want to watch, I do pop in, put the Blu-ray into the PlayStation, and it does look really, really good. Um, but I don't know. It just, it just leads to this, again, this, this further fragmentation and frustration. And I mentioned this before, and this won't make a ton of sense if you're not somebody who's bought some Doctor Who episodes. But if you buy Doctor Who episodes in particular on iTunes, there are so many different bundles. So you could go in and you could buy a season. So if you get a David Tennant season, like a 10th Doctor season, you just mm-hmm. go in and say, hey, buy this whole episode or buy this whole season and you get them and they're on there and they got the normal names and you can find them the normal way and everything's copacetic. Then there are some, like in the Matt Smith seasons, where it gets a little more complicated because you'll have season seven, part one, because I guess there's enough episodes that could break it into two parts. You know, there are kinds of shows that have a mid-season break, right? like a Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Or you could have Mad Men did that uh, famously, I would think. Right, 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 right. Leave you hanging. And then, but then you get like season X part two. So that's already a little bit of a wrinkle. But wait, we're not even beginning. Cause then you get into the bundles. Now you got the bundling and you get, you get, oh, it's the best of the 10th doctor. Well, what's in that? Well, we don't know until we go in and look. Christmas specials, best of the Matt Smith Christmas specials, best of the Daleks, best of the companions, <laughs> best of the whatever. Or in my case, buying like the, the one that included my all time favorite episode, which is the, like the 50th anniversary celebration, which includes day of the doctor. It includes some other ones, but again, unless I think unless it's in, unless it was purchased under the ages of a specific season, it's not immediately findable by Siri. And in fact, you, I've gotten episodes. There's times where we just want to go watch an episode. I know I own somewhere on iTunes and it does require 
this weird detective work and kind of a magic trick of going through any bundle it could be in until you find the one you want. I don't, I don't think there's a way to say, just show me every purchased episode I have. But anyway, so that's, I thought that was, it was an interesting experience. I, I, I like the benefit of getting that, the code for getting them all digitally, but I just thought I'd share that, that part. What a, it sounds like it's just been an ordeal though. Nah, I mean, it's TV, it's fine. But it is, uh, as Jason and uh, Tim Goodman like to say, times of confusion. Like it, it's, and this kind of, but this also kind of brings me back to the whole HBO Now thing where like HBO or whatever I've got, HBO Go, whichever the HBO for Apple TV is. And I mean, for me, it's pretty much the Game of Thrones channel where like if Game of Thrones isn't on, I'm not watching it. But that is a show where I will just go b- back and watch a season or half a season over a couple nights because it's a show I really enjoy that stands up well to repeat viewings. But I don't know. It's just it's really interesting. I mean, and this also will shade into a later topic of like, OK, well, now when we buy an over-the-top service to replace or supplant cable, like what can we expect from that and where will we find it and how long will it be there? And the whole thing is just – it's so confusing right now. I guess it comes back to this one issue we keep, keep coming back to, which is like, I think there's a reason people keep cable. Like they want to watch sports and it's not too confusing. Yeah. And like the, 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 the kind of like the dumb DVR functionality that Comcast give you gives you is like plenty enough on demand for people. They just want to, you know, uh, catch up on the Vanderpump rules, whatever that is. <laughs> and that'll be there for right. three weeks. So you can find out what Vanderpumps were ruled. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. And then, you know, but it isn't like you're going in there to say like, oh, I want this specific Dick Van Dyke episode that I assume will always be there. It's just, it's such a strange time. It is. And, you know, there is, um, like, I'm, I'm totally with you in that, um, HBO is the Game of Thrones channel. Like, I, uh, I, I only have HBO now when Game of Thrones is out. I sign up for it and I realize that it would actually probably be around the same price and maybe better. If I just bought it on iTunes or whatever. Um, but the problem with that is I'm very excited to watch Game of Thrones when it comes out. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't really want to wait a day or two for iTunes or wherever else to get it. And that's the problem that frequently happens when you buy something on one of the, I don't, I don't, I think we've talked about this once a while back and I was wondering why. And a bunch of people emailed and I said, why? Why is it so hard for iTunes to get something on the same day or an hour later when, you know, like the NZB files for it are out there an hour later? Know, like, I why? Know. Well, the, the people explained to me that apparently whatever the deals are with distribution of these different shows that we enjoy watching, that they need to make it to all of their markets first before oh, it can then get to iTunes, for example. So they get the, they're, they're the priority publisher or pu- priority platform for that. Like they, right. they, they've got to have passed it through their advertising right. system. So it'll, first. It, exactly. So it'll go to like all the, you know, if, if we're talking about Vanderpump rules, which is a Bravo show, for example, um, it would need to get to all of Bravo's primary markets first and i don't know if that includes europe i don't know what other distribution they have who knows but it it has to get to all of those and once it's to all of those first then it can hit whatever amazon prime or itunes or or whatever and so that holdover is not 
machinations of well we've got to import it and make sure it looks right and create you know it's more about what is allowed by those different places so, so my the only i would say game of thrones is probably the only show where i'm like i'm not waiting till tomorrow to watch it you know right. i really do want to see it that minute when it comes out if only because it will be completely ruined for me the next day because everyone right. will be talking about it every you know meme will be published about it screenshots will be online at the the headline of every Even article people trying is to do a relatively spoiler free oh i can't believe that happened we're like well if you knew that aria was in grave danger in the previous episode and people said that you'd be like oh no right and yeah. and like the, every the title of everything is um how we're reacting to you know the red right. wedding the shocking or, the shocking news or, right how we're reacting to insert name of characters death uh i'm like great thank you so much i love that so yeah i have to watch that the first day so i you know, but that's that to me. HBO is Game of Thrones now. That's what it is. Right. That Walder Frey is a bad dude. Um, the um, <laughs> I like him as Filch. Um, but um, <laughs> right, you're okay with him as Filch running around. I'm okay with him as Filch. I'm okay with him as the first Doctor. I in the last Harry Potter movie, he, he's in it, but all he does is run across the room and whisper something to Dumbledore and run out. That's, that's his a very funny run. Whole that he does role, that. I know, but that's it. When his that's, knees go up really high. That's funny. <laughs> that's a funny run. He's like, I'm only in this movie for 13 seconds, so I better I do it. Work. Do a good job. Yeah, yeah. Um, high step. The, the, the other exception to that, which is uh, I, at first I found perplexing, but now I understand, is if there's a show like John Oliver or that horrible Bill Maher person or anything else that has like a live component. Yeah. There's production stuff that has to happen, and then you know before it's like pushed out to all the CDNs, and that's why there isn't a specific time that John Oliver shows up after it's done because I think it's re- it's recorded before the time that it airs. It's not re- it's not running live while you're watching it. I don't think. I don't I think, think it is. Re- yeah, I think they probably record it at like three o'clock Eastern or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. In that case, I think that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, it's it is really it is really some strange whack a mole. We're like, you know, if it's Sunday night, Sunday night's a pretty good night for TV for us, even outside Game of Thrones. You get, you get Shark Tank, you get Bob's Burgers, you get, the, you get Simpsons. And the service that you mentioned earlier that I will not repeat, yes, 100%. Um, that will be out in 15, 20, maybe an hour right, right, right. after. Um, in the very, very, very early days of TiVo, I had a direct TiVo, direct TV plus TiVo back in 2001. I feel like, God, this seems like a fever dream, but I'm pretty sure it was true. Initially, you could identify yourself as being on the East Coast, even if you were Pacific. This is when TV deals were very different. So like now, if you watch something on Hulu and it's an NBC show, you'll see the bug in the corner will be for your local NBC station. Have you ever noticed that? Yes, I have seen that. It's kind of strange, but yeah. So, but back in the day, we could watch East Coast TV. It was like no big deal, but like it's... You know, for the reasons you're stating here, it's it's really it's not that simple. But then you also, I mean, just to pivot a tiny bit, like I keep thinking that I really really hate Hulu until I look at everything else that's out there, and it's really the Hulu app that drives me crazy. But Hulu, the service, accepting the the Super Bowl thing for which they had a very public apology. Um, yeah, what, tell, what what happened there? What was that about? I put this into show notes. So I got an email a few days ago from Hulu. And they were like, you know, oh, mea culpa, mea culpa, we're so sorry. Like, we, we really messed this up. You get a free month of Hulu. The description, according to this article in, I want to say, Variety, 
was basically, yeah, it was pretty much what we guessed. An unknown number of Hulu Live uh, subscribers missed the final minutes of Super Bowl LII. Just before the last ditch ever did, the company on Monday blamed the outage on an error in its system for extending live programming past its scheduled stop time. Oh, my God. Um, but, you know, the truth is that, like, <sighs> Apple TV and this whole landscape is so strange right now. Like, I mean, like, I don't use the TV app much, but I realized that if it were good, it would be something I'd use a lot. So... I'd done this thing where I went in, you know, you can go in and enter your provider. So if you have like a cable TV hookup with a login, you can go in and say, I have charter or I guess, or whatever. Like in my case, I have Comcast I could put in. You can also go in and say that you have Hulu. Now, once you've gone in and said that you have Hulu, it doesn't immediately do anything except that now for in particular apps that allow single sign on, it'll then show you like, here's a bunch of apps you can be using with your Hulu service. Do you want to install that and then log in? And I spent a, a, a pretty good amount of time getting like five or six of those hooked up and logged in. And I didn't use it much because like, why am I going to watch E? <laughs> right. like, am I going to watch the DIY channel? Like all of these things. But I thought as an experiment, I'll do it. But I guess that's good if you use the TV app because now you're exposing content that it wouldn't naturally be able to pull out of Hulu. It's And now we're getting into the weirdness of all the integrations where like, it, if you search for a show with with Siri, one thing I think it does well is if it can find it anywhere that you have access to, it'll be available in the open in. Like the default is still buy this on iTunes usually, but you can ha- go to the open in menu and you get that little pop up like, do you want to watch this on Hulu? Do you want to watch this on Fox now? Do you want to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which I think is not too bad. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I, I'd gone in and done all of that. And, you know, you can, you can find stuff. I, I'm pretty sure Hulu's exposed through Siri. I feel like I've done that. But um, it's weird. Like, there's no MSNBC app. This, I couldn't get the CNN app to work. And then I made a grave error, Uh-oh. which is I, I, I followed a wild hare. And I thought, oh, Hulu, they ate the booger so bad on the Super Bowl. There was this really pretty good deal where they said, DirecTV now. Basically, you're going to get like 300 channels, and it's only if you pre-buy it for three months, you get a free Apple TV 4K. What? That's crazy. And I says to myself, I says, I've got an Apple TV 4K, but that would be delivered in time for us to donate that for the school auction. Um. So I can feel like less of a total chode for signing up for this. And who knows? Maybe this will turn out to be really great. It's so bad. Why? It's, It's like... I mean, you know, it's already such a pain to use your TV like a TV. Like it's already, it's already, you know, one nice thing you could say about the cable days is like you get real good at flying all the way around, you know, what channel to go to, MTV's on 33, boop, 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 you flip through really fast. It's not surpassingly easy to flip through channels on, especially on Hulu, which the, the app is just so bad. Yeah, it is. And and it, but I mean, like when I say it's so bad, what does that mean? Well, two giant things that are wrong with the Hulu app is that first of all, they pivoted to this idea that we're going to make this very visually stunning by giving you when you want to scroll through a list like my channels or what's on or whatever, it gives you a card that fills the entire screen with a giant image. And then some, depending on where you're looking at it, like, okay, this is something you can watch. This is something that's live now. But there's not any easy way apart from search to get to what you want easily. And then second, the actual way that you use the interface, I don't know if you've had this experience, 
maybe you could get my back if you have. It's not super easy to do. It involves, again, as with Apple TV, any stuff that involves moving horizontally, especially <laughs> through a small area, <laughs> yeah. is, is, like, <laughs> is surprisingly error prone, especially given the Apple TV remote. Where like if you're just clicking around like with my actual TV remote, clicking around's not hard. It's not fun, but you got to get through my channels, my stuff, yes. Olympics. What? Yes. That's a section now. <laughs> yes, there's a section now called Olympics that you have to go through before you can ever even get to the area called networks. Oh, you go to networks. Uh, what? Okay, so I go to networks and now I can go through blip 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 until I find the one that I want. Let's say I'm watching uh, I'm watching CNN. And Wolf Blitzer is going off and uh, Ari Melber or whatever is coming on. For some reason, you can do that little the flipboard thing that pops up where you can like change to another show. Yeah. It's almost always at the exact opposite end. They don't have CNN and NBC, MSNBC next to each other. You've got to hunt all the way through all of those. Or, handily, you could go to the homepage and go to the, go to the My Channels area, which is not the My Stuff area get my back on this isn't it kind of a dumb yeah it's really experience? really really bad and i'll tell you what else it's consistently bad it's not just the apple tv it's bad it's bad on the fire tv it's bad everywhere yeah it's bad on every device i've ever used it it's bad it's just bad well yeah and i mean this this i mean in some ways this is a metonymy for this much bigger issue is that for those of us who have cut the cord um i mean there i would i feel like i can say i'm gonna say with some confidence that well over, let's say, 80% of the channels on these things, I will never watch. I have no desire to watch. I went in and explored a little bit. I went in and looked at HGTV, and apparently it's an entire network about tiny houses. And I, I was like, <laughs> I, I'm never going to watch any of this. I thought, you know, this is so, so strange. But there's all of these, these channels that I almost never watch. There's, let's, let's even say, let's be generous. Let's say there might be 20 channels that I sometimes watch. But for times that I choose to go and watch live TV, fewer than five, really, mm-hmm. honestly. Like I'll watch Saturday Night Live when it's on live. Um, I'll watch MSNBC and CNN. Sometimes something like ABC, um, a, uh, yeah, ABC. But I mean, you know what I mean? It's like there's a small handful. So really all the stuff that I need could fit in my hip pocket. But I still have to navigate this as though I have to walk through an entire like public library in order to find this one thing that I always want to get to. Right. And then when you do get to the my stuff, now you're up against it again because now maybe the stuff, maybe the thing that you watched isn't available to watch yet. Like something you quote unquote recorded, you DVR'd. You don't have <laughs> like if Rachel Maddow goes off, it's seven oh one Pacific. You cannot watch that again until after the second broadcast at nine PM. <sighs> Maybe a dumb example, but that's the kind of thing where you're like, Well, what am I allowed to watch? Well Direct TV, believe it or not, uncannily enough, is so much worse. It's it's very it's a very old school Apple TV app. Um really looks like an initial version of this. And you can get the big pop up with you get the, you know, the interstitial where like you've got the kind of like grayed out menu where you can, it has the, um, you know, the TV listings where you've got the channels down the left side, the networks down the left side, and you've got the grid of times. But you can't like say record this. You can't say favorite this. You can basically jump to whatever's available right now and then guess what? You can't rewind. You're watching whatever is on right now like an animal. <laughs> and it's, it's like. <laughs> it's old. You know, it's old. It's a return to the old ways. I guess so, but it's also it's it's weird what we lose when we gain something else. When we gain the ability 
to not have like a cable bundle. I have no desire for a cable bundle. I don't need a VoIP phone. Like I, I you know, but now I'm paying all this money for the Hulu stuff. Um, I don't know. So anyway, I, I tried out the DirecTV now and it was, let me just discourage you. Even if you want a free Apple TV, it's not good. But I don't know. Then so here's now here's the next funny part, and then I'll be done with this. Is that, so I said, okay, I'm, I'm a big boy now. I signed up for Directv. I'll bet I get tons of options. So I went into settings on Apple TV, and guess what? I went to change my TV provider, and I changed it to Directv now. And from what I can gather, I got absolutely zero extra benefit from this. Really? I, I mean, like I, I maybe it had some channels, but not a lot. And I was like, oh, forget this. I'm not going to commit to this. And then I went back and changed it to Hulu. And guess what? Now I have to go re-single sign-on into any of those apps that I had used. So, you know, when uh, Mr. Tim Cook says the future of TV is apps, I really hope that doesn't end up being the case. I think the TV app on Apple TV is in part a capitulation to what a terrible idea it is to be beholden to all these different interfaces and sets of guidelines uh, from all these different apps, some of which are, are astonishingly similar because they're made by the same people. And other ones are really weird. Like you don't know where to go to find settings and then go do the single sign on. Just further evidence that this is so not ready for prime time. This is so not ready for the relatives that you see at Thanksgiving, regardless of age or skill level. Like it's, it's such a mess. It really is. And there isn't any kind of indication that uh, that things are getting better. They just seem to be getting more convoluted and uh, I mean, you know, so many people have complained about the Amazon Prime. We are so excited to get the Amazon Prime app on Apple TV. Right. Uh, and when we get it, it's, it's garbage. It seems like they spent almost a whole morning. Uh, it's so bad. And it, like even the things that we sort of take for granted – uh, like the way that when you when you move from section to section, you change or, to a section that'll show up. It'll show up, or <laughs> or it may, like that little helpful little sound, little boop, boop, boop sound as you move. It doesn't have that. Like it's right. so it's so strange. It's it reminds me back in the days of Microsoft Windows, where and one of the things that made the Mac OS shine so much was that every application was essentially worked the same way. You could anticipate right. standard menus. You could anticipate window controls. And on, on the Windows side, everything was sort of different. Sometimes they looked standard. Other times they were weird because you could make them be weird. And a developer thought weird would be good because my app is cool. And that almost feels like what this is. It's like as far away from every other application on uh, on the you know, And like my kids, they both can navigate through all of the apps, they know where their shows are. They can get to them. They can find them. Uh, so clearly, it's it's not a barrier for people to get to the content that they want going through this. But it's certainly not easy, and it doesn't feel right. like I don't want to have to say, "Oh, this show to get that show, I have to go to this app, and then oh, it's for some reason signed out. I've got to sign back in now." You know, that's stupid. Uh, what what made TVs wonderful? for people like us, I think back in the old days was that we could sit there with a remote in our hand and we could flip through a hundred different channels and you'd hit the plus button and instantly instantaneously, whatever that thing was that show, it was now on TV. It was there and right. it was there right John away. John Syracuse point. Like my, my primary way of evaluating how good this experience is, is how quickly I go from wanting to watch TV to having it be on screen. Yeah. And I remember, um, I remember the first time that I got a DVR cable box. When you when you hit the <laughs> oh, yeah. plus button, it like the screen and it would think it, it would, would be like think. oh 
you want to change a channel, I can do that for you. Let me show you a black screen for a second. I know. Okay, it's now so, I'm ready so to show maddening. you the image. And you're like, no. What do you it? remember that skill in the 80s of being able to hold down a barrow and know exactly how long to <laughs> yes. hold it to get to its station? Yes. And yeah, you that know, would be impossible. And like, even with the, eventually, you're like, okay, instead of just channel surfing, now I'll use the guide. That's fine. You hit the button. Oh, you wanted to see the guide? I can do that for you. Here's your guide. But don't try to scroll more than four lines at a time because, you know, I got to redraw that. Look at this. Look at this giant picture of a Vanderpump. So annoying. And I feel like that's where we are with a lot of these apps that are on our Apple TVs now. And and it's so it's so balkanized. I mean, like, it's understandable why this balkanization occurs, which is everybody wants to own their thing. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with this thing that Disney's going to roll out this kind of this this giant Uber service they're rolling out. But there's so many warring well, obviously, there's warring factions because you have different kind of companies who want to get a, a, as big a bite as early as possible. As we've seen with Netflix and HBO, there is a first mover advantage to to certain kinds of things in in TV today. Yeah, or you know, for, I guess obviously Amazon with the whole shopping thing. But like, it's it does make one war with oneself too because. On the one hand, like, yeah, there's a handful of stuff I want it to really not screw up and I want it to be very dependable about. And in some cases, like, you know, that might be something I end up buying on iTunes. Right. Um, where it's like a show that our family watches every week. Yeah, but, you know, then you wait till the next day and it shows up. But still, like, you've got a, a good copy you can watch. And as long as your connection is okay, you, you can watch it. But it, it makes the reason I say you war with yourself is that. Like on the one hand, like you, how did you discover, how did we discover something like Patriot or how did we discover like some of these fairly obscure shows that end up getting lost in the lights nowadays? Well, it's because we had access to these things. We'd go try it out and see. And now that becomes one of these precious things that we want to have over in the pile of, you know, let's not screw this up. But, you know, in the price for that discoverability is this wild west of all these different services with different interfaces, different amounts of availability, different times of availability, where with the DirecTV now, my experience with that kind of felt like or feels like, again, almost what you get with the Comcast DVR service, but worse. I mean, say what you will, the Comcast DVR service, when I've used it at a relative's house, it's fairly easy to understand. Yeah. If you've got one of those like those dumb DVRs that comes with all this on-demand stuff and you want to watch Charles in Charge, well, it's probably there somewhere. <laughs> right. And it's pretty easy. And you get the last three episodes of this or whatever. But like when you're paying a premium for just that, you know, it's it's – it's it's frustrating and and now it makes me kind of want to like you know decamp and say like okay of all this junk that i've got how much of this am am i how much of this do i really need how much of this is benefiting me and like now 34 minutes into this podcast like all the frustration like is this worth it like it seems really dumb no you should just watch you shouldn't watch tv anymore don't watch anything anymore i don't even own a tv i want to hear about your experience with movies anywhere but i wonder first you would consider telling me about something that you like. I would love to tell you about uh, our friend Mac Weldon. Oh, I'm wearing it right now. Are you? Oh, yeah. What you got on? Well, I can tell you that it's the Pima Cotton Long Sleeve Tee, but I don't know the exact green color. I went and I got a green one, and it's a really cool like, kind of a hunter green. To celebrate the Eagles uh, Super Bowl win. That's right. Fly, Eagles, fly. This is my go-to top layer. Every pretty much every day, I have an unconscionable number of these I bought with my own money because I really, really like them. They make great stuff. I uh, I don't know if I told you the sad story that my uh, I had a one of their amazing hoodies. They had the zip, the full zip hoodie. Yeah, your lady stole it from you. Yes, and then it, and then I asked her about it. I said, I don't 
uh, where is that? I want it back. I'm tired of this. And she said, oh, uh, I, I don't know where that is. So we, oh, I started looking around the house, story. and I found it in my uh, in my son's closet. He had claimed it and written his name in it uh, on the because he was wearing it to school. Apparently, I didn't even realize he'd been what, wearing is he like it. Like a to Western settler? I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Just because you get your Conestoga in Conestoga into Kansas a little early doesn't mean you get a farm. <laughs> that's right. Well, he he was. <laughs> but he had, I wrote my name. <laughs> he had claimed it, and I said, "I'm taking that back." And he's, you know, it was big. It's big on him. He's a big kid, mm-hmm. but it was big on him. Uh, so I'm like, you, you you can have this later. So I took it back. So it's back in my closet again, in my possession. Uh, but this is how these things go. I, obviously, I should buy a couple more. But these things are really, they're really great. They're really well really made. Really well That's made. The, and the way that like even their white t-shirts, the, they, they come with a nice long tail, so they stay tucked in. But if you hold it up next to any other t-shirt, you're going to realize what trash those other shirts oh, are. Yeah. The way that these are, they're cut differently. Like The way that they're assembled is different. They're, it's not weird. It's not like you're living in the future or something. <laughs> but they're, they're made in a way that really accommodates the human body in the way that like a t-shirt from Walmart isn't going to. God bless them. Well, and having, uh, having had a couple of these for a while now, wearing them a lot, having different people in my family wear it, it, it still looks new. And that's something to be said. There are so many, you know, like I, I have a kind of an ongoing discussion with my wife where she'll say, oh, you know, I'm just I'm going to that. Uh, I, don't, I don't even want to mention the name of the store, but, you know, the one mm-hmm. that sells the the clothing that's very trendy, but very cheap. And then it is it, it, is it rhyme with Smachin's Mem? Yes. And uh, or there's another one, too, that's um, got the word old in the, in the title. Oh, and, oh, so oh, you mean the ancient mariner? Yes, story. the ancient mariner. And you know, you can go to these things, and you'll be like, "Oh, look! It's like a, it's a T-shirt, and it's like six dollars. I'll get that." And you wash it once, and it's completely falling apart. It shrinks up in weird ways, and pretty soon you're using it to dry your car. That's right. And so I believe in getting something and having it last as a long time, as long as possible. And, th- and that's what these do. And they, some of them have, they have like the silver underwear and the silver shirts. Mm-hmm. So these have naturally antimicrobial odor eliminating uh threads of real silver inside of them so it's not like you look like you do you, you remember back in the 80s when it was like a thing to like you would get a, like a like a silver track suit and i guess oh, it, like a sauna like a sauna suit like a sauna suit and there was a guy yeah. in my neighborhood who would wear one of these and he'd go jogging holding the little weights and he would heavy hands, j- yeah. heavy hands. They call it. Yes, and he would jog. He's probably trying to trying to probably uh, hit hit weight. He had for heavy hands. He had uh, ankle weights, and he would wear the silver. Mm-hmm. Su- it's not like that. I just want to be clear. Okay. It's not like that. <laughs> That's not what the silver underwear is. It's right. you don't even know that it has silver in it, but it just naturally eliminates the odor, which is nice. You want to be comfortable, uh, and and these are very comfortable. They last a long time, and they look good. They look really good. So they're pretty confident about this. If you don't like your first pair. They let you keep it, and they still refund you. They're that confident that you're going to like it. I think you're going to mm-hmm. like it. And uh, so this is what we're talking about. What are we talking about? We're talking about- Let's talk about something important. Something important, like underwear, socks, mm-hmm. and shirts that look good, that perform well, and uh, and you can get 20% off if you go to Mac Weldon, M-A-C-K, Weldon, W-E-L-D-O-N, MacWeldon.com, 20% off using the promo code back to work. one word. And uh, do yourself a favor the next time that you want to get a hoodie or a shirt or some underwear. Uh, try these guys out. They're confident you're going to like it. I think we're confident you're going to like it. And you're going to save 20% with the promo code back to work. Thanks to Mac Weldon for making this show possible. Puck, puck. Well, 
I searched Where do you want to go? Suits. What do you want to go next? Oh, sauna suits? Is that what I it's called? I searched for sauna suits. Go look in Skype. Sauna but suits. Now I think I may have found a very special wormhole. Which I mean, I'm is that close. what it's called? A sauna, a sauna suit? Huh? Yeah, but look at this. This yeah. is a sexy sauna suit. <laughs> that's that based. Wow. Let me see the next, look at her. <laughs> I like, I mean, I like that. That's not. Uh huh. But yeah, that too. So that's called a sauna suit. Sauna suit. Yeah. That's yeah. what he wore. I, I, wow, look at that picture. Bobby Riggs wears one of those in that uh, Battle of the Sexes movie. It's a, it's a, it's a funny 70s reference. No, is this you in this picture? People thought sweating, sweating would be an effective way to lose weight. Is that you in this photo? The bottom one? Mm-hmm. 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 You look mm-hmm. good. You've been working I out. You look good. Mm-hmm. She's my horcrux. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. What right. has happened to the show? You find six more, you can make a Merlin. <laughs> It's kind of like those Marvel kits. You you buy the toy and you get like you get the Modoc's leg or something. I don't know. Yeah, right, right, right. If you buy like the Groot and you know the Gamora, you'll yeah. have like a, the left arm and the right foot. Yeah, right. You can you can make uh, Drax uh, Voltron. <laughs> I'm just saying words. <laughs> um. So out of curiosity, did you try movies anywhere? Yes. I'm sorry to give you homework. I don't like to do that, but I'm. Kidding. I like so homework. movies. Movies yeah. Anywhere is a service we talked about. You go to Movies Anywhere, you get an account at Movies Anywhere, and then you say manage retailers. You go in and you put. That in your was creds. not intuitive for me. Manage retailers. Oh, it's a terrible name. Because I don't just, like when I think of iTunes and Amazon Prime Video. I don't think of them. I don't think of iTunes as a retailer. A retailer to me is like the Gap. <laughs> right. You know right. that's no, a retailer yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, so I finally, after like a day, I finally figured out, oh, you know, it's like, I feel like my granddad, what, what do you click? What do you click? You're holding the mouse upside down. Okay, but what do I click? Uh, Looking down through your glasses right, at the end of your nose. Right, scrunching I'm up. Clicking. your uh, Management retailers? <laughs> so I figured I that out. I haven't managed a retailer since Hot 34. <laughs> I can, okay, but here's the weird thing. Maybe you can explain this to me. Um, yes. So I, I, I connected, I managed my retailers and I added iTunes and I added, uh, I guess it was Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought is, well, that would, that would this should mean that the stuff that I have on iTunes should appear in here. And so I, right. I looked at iTunes movies, which is these days all kids movies. So I think I looked for um, you know, Ice Age or something like that. So I typed Ice Age and it came up and it said play. And I said, okay, this, is, this works. It's, it's there. And then I said, well, I, one of my favorite movies, Jerry Maguire, I'll search for that. And I searched for Jerry Maguire and it, it finds it, but it has buy instead of, and that I is a bet movie. I you got the bundle problem. That must, maybe that's what it is. Because I, if I look in my iTunes, mm-hmm. it's there and ready to be played. It's, it's, uh, this it's is there. another dumb thing about the Amazon Prime Video app on Apple TV. So, yay, it is now available as a, what I'm going to call an open-in. So you say, find Jerry Maguire, or so, uh, you know, whatever. Say Jerry Maguire, and it pulls up the little card. Is this the movie you want? Yes, you click on it, and it says, okay. So it basically takes you to a modified version of a Buy This on iTunes page. It's all pretty much like a Buy This on iTunes page, except you'll also see a little arrow and says open in, right? Yeah. So you click on open in and you get the little interstitial with the buttons. It says, do you want to open this on what? Netflix, Hulu, right. Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, we had this the other day with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which uh, 
we wanted to watch. My they, my wife and daughter just finished the first book, so we decided to watch the movie. Oh, cool! And it's like, oh yeah, heck, sure. Click it. It opens it and says, "This is available for purchase, or you can get it from HBO now if you're a subscriber." And it's like, no, filter that out, man. Like, don't. That's so weak. And I'm, yeah, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised. But I don't. I don't know. Apple and I, let them do that. Do you know I try to. Apple yeah. is so weird about like purchasing purchasing stuff in other apps. It's really strange that like they would let you do that. I don't know why they do. I maybe it's like flying under the radar. But I searched for many of my iTunes purchases and only some of. I mean, many of them, but only some of them were there. And the other one said buy. Yeah. It's super, it's super, I don't understand, again, I have not been scientific about sitting down, we, we own a lot of iTunes movies, but like I, but like I can tell you, so, so, so the, the vendors are, um, iTunes, um, Amazon Prime, um, Google Play. Google Play and Vudu. And Vudu. So if you bought or... Oh, and uh, think, and th- and then there's the the Disney. What is Disney's thing? It's that's what this was. Right, this was Disney anywhere. So if, so you, if you've got if, a Disney if, anywhere account, you enter the creds for that, and then you get all that stuff too. Yeah, but D- Disney anywhere became movies. That, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's where that comes from. But like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't have. I'm not sure. I, I I think what I can say with some confidence is that there is not 100% reciprocity. Where just because you bought it here, there's no guarantee it'll be somewhere else. But the cool thing is also there is a Movies Anywhere app on Apple TV, which you can open up, put in your creds. And I mean, like we just bought Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, mm-hmm. and yep, yeah, just showed up right in there. It was right in there. It's a really neat idea. It's I really mean, it's, cool. But, you know, like so many of these neat ideas, this gets us straight back to our first segment. But like as with so many of the ideas, I'm not sure what this should change about your day-to-day go-to purchasing and consumption strategy. Vis-a-vis, like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what differently now that this service exists. It's, to me, it's mainly a neat service where um, there are some apps I would rather use on my LG, the LG's built-in app. A great example is YouTube. Uh, with the new YouTube update on Apple TV, it's basically equivalent. To, it's a lot of people hate it. I, I mostly like it, but it's pretty equivalent to almost any like TV app version of YouTube you see out there. But guess what? Apple refuses to deal with YouTube's codecs, so you can't get 4K on Apple TV. In the identical looking app on the LG TV, yeah, you can get 4K, and it looks really, really good. Um, so, I mean, if you want this to be someplace else, the two parts of strategy change I could th- see is number one. Um, I, I'd like this to be in this place. And the other one is if you are a value shopper and you're somebody who's willing to go out and check deals, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the Earl that people keep sending us? Just watch. Uh, yeah, that yeah. sounds just right. watch is a Just watch is really cool. You go to justwatch.com. We'll put it in show notes and you get an, you can choose to get an account there. And basically you see little buttons for pretty much all the, so many of the streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Yahoo, Amazon, the store, HBO now, CW, Google play stars, Apple, et cetera, et cetera, voodoo. And you, you tick off the buttons that, you know, are in your universe and you can search for something streaming. Like in this case, let's say fantastic beasts. So I've selected Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime Video, mm-hmm. Amazon, well, I'll take off Amazon the store, and Apple TV. And yeah, sure enough, there it is. It's 14, now this is interesting. Fantastic Beasts in HD is $14.99 on Apple, $9.99 on PlayStation, 
It's available to stream on HBO now. So if you're thinking about like watching a movie, don't be a dummy like me and just go and just buy it. Like you might want to go to just watch first and see if it's in there. So yeah, number one, having this the place you'd like it to be, and number two, if you want to shave a couple bucks off or discover if it's streaming, these uh, something like Voodoo could be good for you. And in this case, just watch is very good for you. Just watch. Just watch. Just watch. Don't believe me. Just watch. Oh God, what have I done? No. No. No, burn it with fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mm. sh- really should close the tab with this sexy sauna lady. Yeah, don't keep looking at her. Wait, hmm. Maybe I should go back and find out what that is in service of. I wonder if that's from a site about her or a site about ladies in sauna suits. Either way, it's if you chose compelling. to make if you chose to make that the art for the show, I would not object. Uh, consider, Although it is very upsetting. Consider it done. Okay, let's go explore Sexy Sauna Lady. Wait, did I lose her? I might have lost her. No. Huh. She's got to be in here somewhere. I've got her. Okay. All right. Um, the file name, if it helps you, is uh, 36DEAFC2722. But um, so you haven't spent a ton of time with this, but it did seem to work for you. It seems. I'm one pause for a second. Yes. What is sort of behind her head on the carpet? Oh yeah. Okay. Let me look. At first, I thought it was something she was using to tie her hair back. Then I oh. thought it was bunny ears, but now I'm. I, it's. It might be socks or underpants. It's socks or underpants or a rag of some kind. She looks kind of like a retaining water <laughs> Debbie Harry. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> with, with an ankle tattoo. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, and um, uh, a little, a little unrelated feedback about show art and show artwork. Yes. Um, our our friend Marco, uh, who is a creator of Overcast, who I think almost everyone who listens to the show maybe is using. Um, <laughs> they I mean, the the stats the stats indicate to me it is far and away what most people are using. Yeah, at least in our market. Um, yes, so. There, a couple of people had said, because I tweeted, you know, like, oh, some special art for this week's show. And a handful of people wrote me back and said, uh, there is no special art for the show. And I said, there really is. And they said, I don't see it. And I'm using Overcast. I don't see it. And so um, I contacted Marco and he said, uh, I said, am, am I doing something wrong? What am I doing? Because for Fireside, it's showing up fine. But for 5x5, five five, which is older... Uh, the artwork wasn't showing up. And so for people who, hmm. um, for the, the inside baseball thing is, um, there's the, the way that you're supposed to embed artwork is, is usually directly in your MP3 file. And, um, and so there are different ways to, to embed the artwork. You can open it in iTunes and put it in that way. I do it programmatically, both in Fireside and the 5x5 CMS that I built a million years ago. Well, whatever method I was doing it in 5x5, Marco had, I guess he mentioned six months ago, he sort of rewrote the way that he was parsing to look for custom artwork. And mm-hmm. apparently the way I was doing it in 5x5 was a way that he wasn't looking for. So he said, oh, no no problem. The new update that's going to be coming out will fix that. And it now finds the artwork correctly. So I don't know if that update came out, like just came out or is coming out. But uh, if you're not seeing the artwork... Uh, shame, shame on you! You need to see it, and the latest Overcast should have that. So go update. Go update. Thanks to Marco for. Uh, I think <laughs> I he still you, listens. You know, 
<laughs> I do. I hope so. Uh, I did a uh, Google image reverse search, Dingus, and it took me to a Pinterest page. So if you want to see another image of her, this one, she's crawling away. Is this the same lady? Yeah, she's on this. Uh, it's a Pinterest page. It's loading. If you click that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a whole thing going on here. <clears throat> <laughs> I think we found something. Found a, a shared interest, interest, we'll say. Yeah. A shared interest. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's lots of pictures of this one Japanese girl pulling off her sauna suit to reveal how very sweaty she is. Yeah, I, don't, I think we definitely found a thing here. Yeah, this is a thing. All right, I'm going to go ahead and close that tab and all of the bastard fruit of the poison tree tabs before it. Yeah. Woman in sauna suit. And we're Which back. one of these images should I use? Oh, I don't know. Out. I think well, that's salt. You could get her crawling away, but the if you really want to go vanilla, you could go with the first one. You <laughs> okay. could go with 610RM22UQUL. Okay. Or you could do Debbie Harry sauna suit. Uh, or you could do crawling away. Whatever, you know, you feel like, you know, best. Uh, All right. I'll just, I'll experiment. Yeah. Marco also makes that cool app that lets you add chapters. And for each chapter, you can have. I think it's called Forecast, four- right? Forecast. Yeah. It's really cool. I've used it and it's neat. It's a very smart app. Sauna it does suits. a lot of its work in the background. So like you, you're, you're done doing your thing and your MP3 is already ready. It's really cool. It's already ready already. Uh, sauna suits are a thing. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people think a lot of things. They're warm. Very warm. Forecast by Marco Armand. Okay. Um, God, that was all very boring. What do we got now? Let's see. Um, oh, 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 oh. Okay, so it's just some, some super quick follow-up. Let's quickly blaze through. I think I know the answer to your T-shirt. And I think I don't want to talk about – I want to talk about uh, licking a Switch cartridge and then I want to hear about Cash's iPad. Dan, the Philly special. People are having it tattooed onto their arms, as you'll see in show notes. <laughs> yeah. A football play. It looks to me like your your shirt has been a success. It looks like it's sold out. A huge success. Uh, huge. Sh- shocking. I, I don't know – what I was thinking in the beginning of what we'd sell, I was thinking, I, I was hoping we'd get to uh, 50 and, and maybe if we got to a hundred, I was going to be like, pop the champagne, mm-hmm, um, pop it. sold almost 900 of them. Jeez. So, um, what? and wait a minute, wait a minute, we'll, we'll roll that back. How many? Almost 900. 900 shirts? Yeah. Jiminy Christmas. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. Akuna Matata. That's I'm, so good. I'm surprised. and But, you know, something happened to me once I crossed the, like, 500 mark where I was like, can't believe we only sold 500. Like, now I'm in a, it's like you, you cross over and you're like, now I want 1,000. You know what I mean? Right. Now it changes your standards and now you're kind of a jerk. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But it, needless to say, I mean, I'm I'm blown away by it. So thanks to everybody who's listening who who bought one. And, and um, I, I don't know if we'll be doing a second run or not. I... Have a little thing for if we get enough people saying notify me if you want to redo. If we get enough people, maybe I'll do it. This might just be the only run that we'll ever do. But um, I'm I'm kind of shocked still and surprised. And so we're um, the orders are going over today to the fulfillment place, that, and they're going to start their screen printing, and hopefully they'll start shipping by the end of the week. Even that would be kind of cool. Please credit. Your, I saw it. I don't have it in front of me right now, but please credit your uh, your art person, Ryan. Really beautiful. Ryan Hamrick. Uh, he's at Ryan Hamrick. H A M R I C K. He's a local here in Austin, Texas. He does hand lettering and uh, and and all kinds of great design oh, work and artwork. His uh, you go to RyanHamrick.com. He's got yeah. all this beautiful, like fancy hipster script. 
Yeah, stuff. he's really, really good. I met him a few years ago at a South by Southwest meetup, um, and uh, and he was there, and he said, "Hey, Dan, I'm, you know, I listen to the shows, and I'm a you know a huge fan." And and I said, "What do you do?" He said, "Well, I just I'm just striking out on my own. I'm starting to do hand lettering, and he's got some big clients now. He's a really, really good good it's guy. Really beautiful. Yeah, he's he's great. Good job, Ryan Hamrick. Bok bok. So, uh, yeah, blown away by that. Sold out. So, sold out. Sold out. Well, I, I had mm-hmm. to cut it off at some point because. Mm-hmm. Sure, you got to cut off at some point. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't want uh, perfect to be the enemy of Philadelphia. No. Mm-hmm. But did, I don't know if you saw, I need to put into the show notes, there was a parade uh, for the. Uh, Super Bowl win in Philadelphia. Tri- your triumphant Eagles. Yes. And there was a wonderful speech by one of the players. Um, oh, I heard this was really Jason nice. Kelsey. Is this the quarterback guy? He, he is a, he's a center. And uh, okay. he gave what I think is one of the best speeches I've ever seen, not just for sports, but just... Oh yeah, please do. Please put it in notes. There's a, it's a little a little bit of a warning. There are some curse words in it, which if if that surprises you that the the center for the Philadelphia Eagles having just won the Super Bowl cursed a little bit, you probably don't want to watch the video. But if mm. that doesn't shock and surprise you, uh then I recommend watching this. I watch it every single morning now. Oh wow. Um because it's uh it it's a- anything and everything that you need to know about Philadelphia, the Eagles, sports fans, it's all in there. It's all there. And the last thing that I will mention is, if you're wondering what he's wearing, you hmm. need to uh, Google Mummers Parade. Oh, right. Uh, oh, be- yeah, of course. Because he's wearing a, a Mummers costume. And I don't really, you know, growing up in Philadelphia, everyone knew what m- the Mummers were. It's kind of like if Teamsters took acid. I think it is. Yeah, it's very it's very colorful. And the Mummers Parade is an annual event. We'll put in show notes. I got in there. Um, okay. Yeah, and I I I don't know. I saw these as a kid growing up. Um, and it, it's it's very weird. It's very strange. There's it's sort of it's kind of comedy. It's kind of dancing it's strange it's almost like a bizarre mardi gras in a strange i was gonna say like mardi gras we got crews yeah yeah you have different crews who do different routines and they dress up in very garish uh costumes and like as a kid growing up like i never really thought about it other than this is this really cool thing but i thought it was like everyone had this like to me it was like you know how like on christmas you'd have the macy's parade it was like that it's like of course like the whole world knows about this and everyone has parades it's like this is a normal thing but it, it i found out later that it's not that it's just something very weird that they do in philadelphia and um so one one thing I'll note is says the parade has been critiqued by local residents, academics, and the media for its racist depiction of minority groups, which, despite an official ban on blackface effective in 1964, has continued mm-hmm. to include blackface, brownface, hmm. or redface caricatures and other racial and ethnic impersonations. Mm. Uh, they, so it's it's a people v- in Philadelphia don't like being told what to n- do. No, um, it's, and, it's really about states' rights. Uh, yeah. So anyway, there it is very weird, and so anyway, these costumes are insane. And so that's what basically what he's wearing, 
Um, it, but his has like an Irish flair. It has, he has little shamrocks on his shoulders. <laughs> well, something to offend everybody. Yeah. I don't, I, like, I'm really ba- baffled by it, but like somehow it also feels normal to me to watch it. So it's some kind of Irish the Mummers parade Mummers. also is not the Mooter Museum. That's a different thing. Mummers and Mooters are different things. Yes, I think so. I put that in show notes. That's a place I would very much like to go someday. So uh, now if, if I'm wrong about his costume and it's something specifically Irish or something like that because it has the shamrocks uh, let me know beautiful pine furniture tell, tell me if I've got it wrong but in any case uh, please watch this it's wonderful and uh, I, I get a lot of compliments on the hats and the t-shirts that I've been wearing uh, the you know the Eagles champions one so it's still still we still talk about it a lot in the house uh, it's still <laughs> still a big deal <laughs> And uh, but I won't bore anyone else with with that. Just know that we're very happy. That's not boring. I'm very glad they won. That no. was a hell of a game. Yeah, I almost got to see the end. <laughs> Dan, why don't you tell me about uh, another thing that you like? I'll tell you about Squarespace. Squarespace, Squarespace, Squarespace is the place mm-hmm. you go to make a beautiful website. It lets you turn the idea that you have into a cool site. I mean, you could showcase your work. You can make a blog. You can sell products and services. You can promote your business. You can make an event website. If you're about to celebrate something like the Eagles victory, you could make a, a site there mm-hmm. just, just about you watching your favorite football game, whatever it is that you want to do. But it's a serious platform, uh, especially the e-commerce stuff. You can sell anything you want online. You can build really, really, really good websites. Uh, a friend of mine who... Um, he restores and services vintage watches. Uh, he uses it both to promote the business that he has of, of servicing the watches, but he also has watches that he'll buy on his own and fix up and then sell. He does all of that with Squarespace. I mean, you really can do anything that you want with it. And I know, Merlin, you do tons of stuff uh, for your events and for your own personal site. And you also, I, I believe, don't you host Roderick on the line on Squarespace? Absolutely. I've been with them for years and years. They've been very good to me. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, in the case of Roderick on the line, it's so easy. I mean, this sounds like faint praise, but one of my favorite things about Squarespace is how little time I need to spend actually using the site. It's so fast and easy to be able to upload media, to make little tweaks and changes. I can write in Markdown. Uh, it's all it's all really great. And I always want to make a case for those little widgets. It's so great to have those widgets you can drag in and put anything you want on a page. Um, so you like, know, what, for, what you're talking about is if you wanted to embed content from uh, YouTube, it would be easy to do. just drag it in. If you want to have a photo, you can just drag it in. If you want to display, like, tell me what other kind of widgets, what are the well, widgets? I, I think one of the most amazing ones, it honestly, uh, it's so clever is the Amazon uh, widget. So if you want to drag in a block, I think it's called a block or I forget what it's called, but you drag it, you, you know, you, you basically say, put a new widget here and it says, I want an Amazon widget here. Well, okay, well, what do you, what do you want it to do? And you say like, uh, I want to show a product. So you just go in and do a keyword search right on the page that you're making without having to go to Amazon. You just say, I want to find Tanahishi Coates's Black Panther, like search for that, select it. And it adds the image. Do you want to show the price? Yes. Etc. And you just drag this onto a page and you're good to go. You don't have to go anywhere else. It's all right in there. Maps, it's so easy to make a Google map appear on the page. It's so great. Very cool stuff that you can do. I don't even know all that you can do anymore. They've, uh, they've surpassed pretty much uh, all of my expectations. So You can run a freaking store. It's a store. You can do a store. Yeah. Go to squarespace.com. And you can get a free trial there. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code, It's Your Show. And you'll save 10% off your first purchase. And by the way, 
they do domains too. They have over 200 domain name extensions there. So when you go there, you don't have to just get a website. You can get the domain for your website or you can just get the domain. You don't even we have tried, to make a website. We tried it one time, stem to stern, going from zero to having a domain and a website was less than 15 minutes. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. So don't forget to use that promo code. It's your show to save 10% off your first purchase at squarespace.com. Thanks, Squarespace. Thanks, Squarespace. Uh, This one's very quick. I put a, um, my daughter and I both put a, put a, um, a switch cartridge in our mouth. At the same time? No, we had different ones. I think I did Zelda and she did Mario. And, uh, ooh, ooh. I knew it was going to be nasty. Yeah. I didn't realize how long it would be nasty. So I, I went, eh, like that. And I went, hey, la, la, la. And then, like, it stuck with me for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, it's it was bad. very, very bitter, Dan. It was very bitter. And it's not, if, it's not like, you know how, like, things that are, like, that you can get those, like, sour, um, you know, like, worms or sour gummies or whatever, the, those things, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? It, sure. Like, where you taste it, like, whoa, that's really sour. Hey, give me another one. It's not yeah. like that. It's not like, well, that's really bitter. Give me another. It's so, it's just, it makes you not, it makes you want to spit it out fast. But it is kind of ironic that a la Tide Pods, now the whole point of covering these things with a bittering agent was to get people not to do exactly what everybody's doing. So don't right. do that. No. Stay in school. Drink your milk. Yeah. It's very, very bitter. <clears throat> but yeah, now I know whereof I speak. It was nasty, man. Mm. Nasty jazz. Mm. <clears throat> I think that covers a lot of the things. DirecTV, yuck. Should we um, hear from some of our listeners? Yes, but I have a, I have a dilemma. Oh, crap. Hang on. I missed the biggest one of all. Dan, have you been having any trouble with Cash's iPad? Yes. And this is the problem that I'm I'm not sure that people will be able to help us with, but I'm hopeful Hmm. that maybe somebody can help me or him specifically. But if not, that at the very least, this will be a PSA for people. On the one hand, and on the other hand, if there is a developer in the audience that perhaps they can pay attention and not make this same mistake in building I am their very software. Very intrigued. Um, so there is a software. It is a game called Evil Factory, and it is a game where you are a little. Um, it's sort of an anime style game. And you are your goal is to work through what is a factory that has been taken over and is evil, and you go through the many, many different levels fighting enemies and bosses, and it's it's a, a very even, even though it has the name Evil Factory, it's a very wholesome game. It's fine, and it reminds me a lot of the kinds of games I used to play on like the Nintendo uh, Game Boy Advanced back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's a really cool, fun game, and it's by a company called Nexon M. Inc. And it's available for iOS and Android, and it's a fun game. My son's been playing it for a long time. And the time had come for him to get a newer iPad. He was going to get, he had a very old one, and he was, I, I have not been using my iPad Air 2 very much, and uh, so I was, it was time for him to get that. So I did what I always do whenever I'm migrating. I backed it up to my Mac, his old one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the old one, we set the old one aside, took the newer one, cloned 
restart, you know, restored it from that image and it takes its time. It downloads all of the apps. Everything's there. And he's going through his apps one by one to make sure that they're working. And a lot of these games have uh, do something that's called a cloud save so that your saved game is written up to a to iCloud essentially somewhere and uh and and then if you ever need to restore that game or every time that you play it it'll it'll save it up there so if something horrible happens to your iPad or if you get a new iPad and do what we did like restore it that that game is there and uh the saved is there and you won't lose the many 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 hours of progress that you've put into that thing so as he's going through the games one by one, he launches, you know, Kingdom Rush and good. All his stuff is there. All his everything is there. Progress is there. He goes through all the different games that he goes through until he gets to Evil Factory and he goes to Evil Factory and Evil Factory pops up a very inscrutable message. that's something like you're logged in as the wrong user. OK, you have one option like OK. So he taps OK. Oh, no. And then what it, it makes you do is it makes you uh, go through the tutorial. Now, this is not uncommon. I've seen other games that do this, where the first time that you launch the game, uh, even if there is some kind of a cloud save or a restore or something, it makes you go through the tutorial, and it usually pops up like the ma- after you do the tutorial, it's like now you can get to the main menu. So at that point, you go to the main menu, and there's usually an option that's like load game. So you go to load game, and it says, where do you want to load it from, the cloud? And it'll say... The saved game on the cloud was last saved, you know, two days ago, and this new one is going to get overwritten by it. Well, of course, you want to overwrite it because the new one's this stupid tutorial that you just ran through and not the game that you spent, you know, hours and hours and hours doing. And then you hit OK and it reloads it and boom, you're all set. And there was actually, in fact, another game that did just that. And so I was anticipating that this game would do that as well. Evil Factory made by Nexon M. Inc. And in fact, what happened is. When you go to the main menu after going through the tutorial, there is a little thing that says, uh, you know, games or cloud save or something like that. And there is a little checkbox there that says use cloud save. Oh, this is making me very uncomfortable. And it's checked. It's pre-checked. So it it essentially uh, overwrote the cloud saved game. Oh my God. With the tutorial that he had just gone through and it is probably completely removing and erasing the old game. Now, fortunately, it wasn't like something like Zelda or Minecraft or whatever where he really cared a lot about it. He was, you know, he took it pretty well. Now, you would say, well, Dan, why not just go to your other iPad and, uh, and load it from that? Well, it, great, oh, no. great idea. So we went to the other iPad and I. I had uh, worried that it was going to pull down that cloud save instantaneously, even before we got to it, which in fact is what it did. So the only, I'm guessing like the only copy of it that exists anymore is in the encrypted archive backed up on my Mac. Um, But I don't know now, but now you don't want to proceed and mess up the one good one you've got. Well, yeah, like, I mean, so what would I do? My my thinking is maybe I could, like, restore that again to his new iPad, which he's already been using for a few days, restore it to the new iPad again with Wi-Fi off, maybe, and then go in and uncheck that. Op- I, don't, I don't know, because the thing was, it's not like that game was saved 
locally, it's not like I could have played that game. It didn't no, give us cloud, an option to resume. The truth. So I don't, I don't know if there's any way to fix this. Anyway, I'm, I'm fairly pessimistic that there's any way to fix this. Is there any, I mean, you've, have you tried support channels? Yes, I went to Nexon M. Inc.'s website, <laughs> and, uh, and there was a section for Evil Factory, and you click that, and you click the support link, and then it sends you a, um, to, to a, a form, which is fine. I filled out the form, and I described uh, exactly what happened in, in as much detail as I w- could provide without being too much detail and i asked if there was a way to recover it if they knew what was going on and the email that i received back to them greetings player thank you for writing in and we do apologize for any issues or bugs you may have run into while playing the game we'll be passing our information along to the game team and from there they can work to correct any issues you may have encountered in future updates we hope you continue to enjoy your time with evil factory evil factory support Mm. So basically the email is seems like a, it, you know, it, I didn't get it instantaneously. You know, I, yeah, I received yeah. the email. Um, uh, to, it doesn't feel particularly handmade. No, I, I received it several hours after I wrote, after I filled it out. So it, it, a, a human being probably processed it, but um, it's, you know, he's okay with it. He's, he's moving on with his life, but, uh, this is such a crappy, crappy thing. Um, and so many of the other games that we used got it right. Like, even mm-hmm. if they start up and make you play through the tutorial, you still have the option to bring down the cloud save. Most of them loaded up just fine and had everything there and nothing. We didn't even have to go through that. So it's it's puzzling as to why this happened. I don't even know what I could have done to get around it other than what maybe turn off Wi-Fi before I start the game. Well, it's one of those games where when you launch it, if you don't have a connection, it's like it can't load it anyway. So I don't know. It sounds like there's at least, I mean, there's one problem here, which is you're feeling like you're not getting help. But before we ever get to that, there's also just these, these perils of, of this kind of thing where like, I mean, for example, if you're restoring an iOS device, to another iOS device. So let's say you've done a full-on backup in iTunes. Right. I really like the fact that it says, okay, <clears throat> it's very clear about saying, do you want to um, restore this iPad with this image, like with, with this device from the, with this backup time and date, or this device with that time and date? I really like that it's really clear about that, you know, that, it, that you're very clearly understanding what it is right. that you're, yeah, I think they're, they're pretty good about that. But, I mean, part of the trouble also is it's kind of all or nothing. Like you say, you're pissing on a spark plug here, and maybe at best you might get it back, but you're also going to have to overwrite everything else that's new on there. There's nothing incremental about saying just like, oh, just get my games you know, for this uh, Evil Castle thing or whatever. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. not an easy way to do that. Right. But like in the absence of that kind of clarity, the cloud is of no use to you. I, I had this happen probably two or three days ago. This is, this is not nearly as terrible as it sounds, although it certainly could be. There's an app that I've been using for over a year, and a new version of it uh, came up, and it prompted me to log in. And I went to log in. It's one of those apps where like, you can either log in with Facebook or you can log in with your email address. And I was pretty sure I'd used an email address for this. Because where I can, I would definitely prefer not to use Facebook to log right, into things. Right. But I'm, I'm going through one password. I'm spotlighting on my drive. I cannot find a login 
for this anywhere. And this is purely pilot error, almost deliberate pilot error. I drove the plane into the ground because I didn't know what else to do. But it's not an app that I'm counting on much anymore. But I do, it's, it's basically it's a, it's a movement and location tracker that I use. And so I went in, and I could not find any login for it, even though I was pretty sure I had an email login. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, log me in with Facebook. And it said, uh, you know, this will replace any data on here with the blah, 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 blah. Right. And I said, hmm, what the heck? I'll do it. I clicked. Everything was gone. <laughs> totally wiped. Oh like, God. just gone. Now, fortunately, in that case, that's not a mission-critical app. That is an app that I was sunsetting. Mm-hmm. It's an app that is very, has been very frustrating as it struggled through some terrible updates in the last little while. It is an app that is now actually owned by Facebook, and it kind of wouldn't surprise me if... Well, I'm not going to say anything, but but in that case, you know, it's when you're running through your speed. What do they call it? A, like a speed run or whatever. Like you're very quickly trying to get back into something. Oh that yeah, you've been using. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so easy to screw yourself up without even realizing it. Or in your case, now you're walking real slow and trying to figure out what to do, and it's still not obvious. Yeah. So if you're an app developer, don't don't have that thing pre-checked. Uh, and oh, if, if you're, so if, if you happen to know anything more about this app or if there's yeah, a way put to like that signal, yeah, because like, like what you can't do, what Apple does not let you do. And I, I know there are lots of very valid reasons, um, for, uh, for why Apple doesn't let you do this. But if there was a way to like, do you can with Dropbox, for example, you can go mm-hmm. to the history of a file on Dropbox. So I could very easily on Dropbox go in and replace the uh, replace the new file, which is crap, with you know the one from the day before, and everything would be just fine. But there's, to my knowledge, no way to do that with iCloud saves. If there is, if there's some kind of an app that could let me do this. If you work at Apple and you can, you know, get to the command line and type something for me, you know, please tell me it would make a 10-year-old boy very happy. Uh, so let me know. Yeah, do it. Help a brother out. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's frustrating. I, I, I feel so, um, I don't know another word than impotent. I feel like so powerless <laughs> yeah. when that kind of thing happens so with my kid. And you're like, ugh, it's, it's so hard to know how to proceed. Yeah. You know, when everything's running mostly right, you kind of, I don't want to say you don't appreciate it, but like when something isn't running right and there's no path to understanding what broke and how to fix it, it's just, it's crazy making. <sighs> We're running kind of long. Thank you. I mean, you're right. Mm. You're right. Well, let's see. We could do, we could do a bright and tight and get out now, or we could do uh, a listener feedback. I say we again, we don't have time for employees and social media. It's going to come back every week until we finally get to it. Let's uh, let's wait. Let's wait and, and, and end it here and end on a high note. And on a high note. If you can help out Dan and Cash, please, please uh, help them out. Yeah. Dads need all the help we can get. We do. We have a lot of problems. It's true. Mm-hmm. So that's it? That's it. All right. Well, let's button this up. All right. Okay. I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man. <laughs>